Today, I'd like to welcome to the PodMD studio, Dr. Frank Chow. Frank is a psychiatrist in Sydney and the director of Tuop Health, which specializes in organizational and occupational psychiatry, providing consultations and education to individuals and organizations on dynamic and interpersonal difficulties and general mental health issues. Today, we're discussing the issue of mental health and well-being in the workplace, and more specifically, manager burnout. We do hope that you enjoy this podcast, but please remember that the advice given here is of a general nature and is not intended as specific advice about any given patient. If you do have a patient on whom you require specific advice, then please seek that advice from a colleague with appropriate expertise. Welcome, Frank, and thanks for talking with us today on PodMD. Thank you for having me, Sean. We're talking again today about mental health and well-being in the workplace, but specifically about burnout, particularly amongst managers. Frank, as a psychiatrist specialising in organisational and occupational psychiatry, would you explain for us what is manager burnout and why is this condition so prevalent? Firstly, it is important to recognise burnout is preventable and easily recognised, especially if we are aware of our symptoms and our vulnerabilities. Burnout leads to significant damage to our health, but also our organisation. As a manager, it has tremendous impact to employees as they are often responsible for the decision of the organization. From an individual perspective, the ability to sustain a high-functioning level is significantly impacted once a manager suffers from an episode of burnout. The level of recovery of the brain differs from each individual and often after an episode of burnout, the individual can lose their ability to re-engage due to the development of significant anxiety and fears. For burnout to occur, you have three phases, each represent a subset of mindset and behaviors. It often involves a leading up phase, a crisis phase, and the aftermath. The difficulties during the leading up phase would often be related to dynamic difficulties, impact to employees and staff. And during the crisis phase, the managers might have some acting out behaviors or poor decision-making related to the department that is costly. There's often associated guilt and depression afterward when someone needs to step in to manage the damage control. Okay, so talking about burnout, what are the contributing factors? Poor awareness of one's body's and emotional needs, poor coping mechanisms such as suppression, drug and alcohol use, and work- workaholism. Personality vulnerabilities such as obsessive-compulsive personality and avoidant personality, which means that the individual is highly obsessive, organized, fashionistic, often driven and rigid. They can be described as good workers and good managers, but they often have difficulty saying no. They tend to seek validation from others and can be easily described as people-pleaser. They have an inability to tolerate judgment of others and they never learn to seek help from a young age. These are common contributing factors of an individual that might eventually develop burnout in their career as a manager. Well, that is uh, really very interesting. Uh, I think I can recognize uh, some of those traits in people I know in the health industry. Uh, Frank, in your experience uh, as individuals, Do we all respond to stress and external factors in the same way? Everyone is different and we live in a world where everyone is unique. Everyone has a different way to cope with stress and we often learn from our early mentors 
such as our parents. We learn from how they deal with stressors through our observation and it becomes our own mechanism embedded in our psychology. If we are lucky and open with things, we might be able to be exposed to a more adaptive coping mechanism that we progress in life. However, most people tend to retain their own way of coping since the young age until their adulthood and they never change. Thanks, Frank. Now, could you tell us, particularly for uh, our medical colleagues who are listening, how do you identify those personality types that are most at risk of burnout? Burnout tends to be common in competitive jobs markets, especially in high-functioning and high-pressure role. Health professionals and frontline public servants are often prone to burnout due to the personality vulnerabilities mentioned previously and the poor coping mechanism. Childhood experience also can play a significant factors. Give an example of a parentified child who have to step up to at a young age to help out with their parents, more likely to get burnout in their later life, especially the one with great ambitions and trying to do everything themselves. They tend to want to help others, including friends and family. However, as they get older, the competing commitments eventually lead to the burnout of the individual, especially with the responsibility to their spouse, children, parents, and even to, to the workplace due to their role. In a high-pressure environment such as medicine, law, and finance, how you deal with the sense of failure will often be strongly related to the development of a psychiatric condition. We can be very unforgiving and therefore develop guilt and shame. In order to manage fear, we often develop compensatory behaviors and most commonly is to work harder or to be more obsessive work and therefore eventually lead to burnout. Fear, anxiety and obsession would eventually reach a melting point where the body and the brain are unable to cope. So if a high-functioning individual does suffer from burnout, what can be done to assist that person? I would hope that there would be system and mechanism to encourage the individual to seek help earlier. The process of helping the individual is to gain insight into their problems. Often by the time they got burnout, they have a number of problems in life already that has been going on far too long. It is important to help the individual to take one step back and recognize their own vulnerabilities and their lack of coping mechanism and take the time to help them rebuild the new coping mechanism and improve their understanding of their vulnerabilities. Through this process, we help the individual to develop confidence about their ability to tackle life problem again and to reinforce using the new coping mechanism so that they have better strategy to cope with the stress and therefore more successful down the track. The most common issues when someone is close to breakdown is that they develop a lot they develop a lot of fears. And it's important that we can get them early so that get to them early so that they won't develop burnout. Because once burnout happens, the underlying fear of failure can trap the individual in a prolonged fashion 
and they develop significant avoidant behavior and the time frame for recovery can be significantly prolonged. So Frank, for our general practice colleagues, perhaps looking at a patient and wondering about this issue, what would the doctor look for in terms of recognizing that a patient is suffering from these sort of fears? The common type of symptoms um, of burnout would be sleeping disturbance, rumination of workplace issues, poor eating, reduced interest in hobbies. And this is something I, that I've explained to my patient recently who is a very high functioning manager suffering from burnout a few days ago. She seems to have this idea that she has, her brain is limitless. While I agree our creativity of our brain is limitless, the brain is a biological organ. And therefore the brain actually have bio, biological needs. And the needs are nutrients, sleep, happy moments, Without looking after your brain, it can develop significant problems. If our brain is in a prolonged distress state, we can have difficulties switching off our brain and therefore having even worse rumination of our problems and therefore affecting our concentration, impairing our judgment and our ability to communicate with others in a logical manner. If the distress state not being addressed uh, and left ongoing, it will lead to more severe uh, major depressive disorder. And Frank, what about the patient's physical health? Uh, do they also suffer from physiological issues and symptoms? Are there uh, physical issues that the general practitioner might recognize in a more global assessment of the patient's health? When uh, burnout present with uh, physiological um, presentation, more, more commonly there is already um, biological um, depression happening or we can call it melancholic features of depression. The symptoms are um, diurnal variation which means the moods change significantly in, um, throughout the day. They're often worse in the morning uh, than the afternoon. Poor oral intake with excessive weight loss, more than 5 to 10 kilogram within a short amount of time. Um, psychomotor retardation and agitation, which means they present to you with a very limited facial expression or body movement. On the other hand, psychomotor agitation means they present you in a very agitated state with shakes uncontrollable checks and anxiety. Um, the level of cognition can be affected, especially with the level of concentration uh, and the, the, the logic might be um, impaired. They would have uh, excessive guilt. Uh, the level of guilt can be excessive than usual. All these signs and symptoms points towards a um, Melancholic depression can easily observe. Obviously, the worst um, would be suicidal ideation or psychotic symptoms. Not just auditory hallucination or paranoia. Um, they can also develop delusion. Most common delusion with depressive themes are 
delusion of guilt, poverty, and nihilistic delusion, which means the patients believe their organ is missing or something bad is going to happen. Depend on the, the patient's uh, cultural background and psychological makeup, and uh, unusual preoccupation of somatic symptoms uh, is another clue that an individual is having some kind of burnout or development of depression associated with work stress. Thanks. That, that is a very interesting summary of that topic. And of course, it raises another issue. If a general practitioner, or indeed if any of us suspects that in, an individual is vulnerable or moving towards burnout, that's obviously a delicate situation. How can one push or, or encourage an individual towards appropriate health? I think it's important to face the issues and I always explain to the individual that they have gotten to that stage because something was not working out. Therefore, it is really important to gain the insight and learn the strategy um, to prevent burnout happening through uh, treatment with psychologists and psychiatrists. Often the lack of coping mechanism and strategy are the main reason why people become unwell at the end. And I would phrase the way to talk to an individual um, and, and, and emphasize the importance of learning the new skill to, of self-care and improving one's ability to look after themselves. Take a step back and look at the situation and explain to the individual that this is a common issue that happened uh, with high-functional individuals and they need additional strategy and coping mechanism to improve in their situation and therefore to prevent from this happening ever again in their, in their life so that they can have a sustainable career rather than a shortened career because of burnout. Frank, that really has been a very informative and interesting discussion. What would be your key take-home messages for our listeners today? So the three key take-home messages from me today would be, number one, three key phases of burnout. Number two, the common causes of burnout, such as coping mechanism and the personality vulnerabilities. And number three, the important factors in prevention and recovery after a burnout. Those will be the three important take-home messages for our listeners today. Once again, that's uh, very interesting and informative. Thanks again, Frank, uh, for sharing your time with us here at PodMD today. Welcome, Sean. It was good to be here.